Welcome back to the Blindsiders. We're recovering Survivor 44. I'm Brian Marr, and I'm joined, as always, by Dylan. Dylan, how you doing? Good. Yes. Two. Two is the loneliest number you'll ever do. Right. That's yeah. how that song goes. Yes. Um, yes. Uh, unfortunately, our contract negotiations with Ben have have not been settled. We're on um, our second week in a row without our. Our captain, our host. Mm-hmm. Um, just, I'm just glad that you were able to get through that intro without. Uh, I know. Without sounding, uh, you know, I can't even put words together. I thought we would reach something. Ben, uh, Ben was unresponsive to our negotiations, and the lawyers are involved now. And it's just this whole thing. It's really yeah. unfortunate. Yeah, week two, week two of negotiations still stalled. Uh, always nervous with uh, with doing this intro that I'm gonna fall into the to the intro of the old survivor podcast i used to do but you know it's a new era it's the blindsiders we got this fancy overlay and so far dylan we have a pretty good season what do you think i agree yeah and i i, I thought uh some of my concerns that we've been discussing i i think some of them are, are kind of naturally getting sorted out uh, with this cast like we said it usually takes about around like episodes two, three, four, five to like really start understanding these players and who they are. And there are definitely players this week that I like a lot more than I did last week. And there are players last week that I liked a lot less than I, than I thought I did. So it was a really, really good episode. I enjoyed it. Uh, I thought that they did a really great job building things up in the very beginning. Uh, I liked the challenge. Uh, I liked the being back uh, at camp after the challenge. Yeah, it was, it was just really good. Um, you know, as much as we've been shooting on Survivor, we got to give them props when when they deserve it, and this is definitely when they deserve it. So, yeah, I agree. I'm like I'm liking the season a lot, and I know a lot of people that I talk to are too. I like to think we're we're harsh, but we're fair with our criticism, Dylan. We will we will say if something's good, and and I do think it's been good so far. Um, but yeah, this week is probably the first week where I'm like, I think I know everyone's name who's still left in the game. Obviously, that that helps with uh, tribes losing challenges for the first time and actually getting to uh, see them and being like, oh, yes, Heidi. That's her name, Heidi. Mm -hmm. Um, And Heidi played a big role in the episode, seemingly a swing vote, but we'll, we'll get to that. I think the main theme of the episode to start off with was uh once again, idols, Dylan. Uh, mm-hmm. Fake idols, real idols. And I need to get your opinion on... So they have the birdcage. That's the main twist of the idols this season. We haven't seen an idol played pre-merge since Survivor's been rebooted, right? Mm-hmm. Um, until the first episode of this season. And now it seems that idols are just being hidden normally. Do you like that, or would you have preferred them to stick with the twists? No, I really, I really like it. I like it. Uh, I'm, I'm glad that they're going back to when an idol gets played. They're throwing another one back in there. Uh, it was, and then the little twists that we had with it was cool. The players are, are seemingly, you know, keeping their cards close to their chest uh, so far. At least the ones that are playing well. Uh, and not only that, you know, we're getting some kind of old school type tactics going on too. Uh, Danny, I, I think, is the MVP of this uh, episode for me for sure. He's, you made the comparison to the Tony with him last week, and uh, I think it's coming even closer now. I really loved you know, the sneaking around, um, taking the, the fake idol to, to plant it, hiding the key. It was great. And then purposely creating the chaos back at camp to take any sort of 
any sort of eyes off of him. It was it was really good. I really like Danny a lot. I think that he's that player that you know that we're asking for that's going to play hard, but in the old school way. And it seems like you know there's a few players this season that are, are kind of doing that typical like oh you know let's just band together, let's just go find this together. Uh, but the others that aren't that are playing really hard. You know, Danny, Matthew, although I'm getting a little sick of Matthew complaining about that shoulder uh, when it's convenient to him. But Danny, Matthew. No, he, he fell off a cliff. <laughs> Come on. So the one thing we didn't need to talk about is that he didn't need to go on that cliff. I think that's a very big uh, point to, you know, I get adventuring and have a good time, but that's like, you know, going jet skiing and BMXing before you get the Super Bowl the next day. You know, you don't necessarily need to be doing all that just then. So uh, regardless, uh I do like Matthew other than his complaining. I think that he's playing a, a pretty good game. Uh, Danny is. I really like I really like the 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 combo of, of Franny and Matt. I think that it's very interesting and I think that them getting to a first tribal and them two not being uh, the main targets, especially with Matt not having his, his vote um, is interesting obviously because couples or you know love interests on, on this show are, are just always going to be target number one. Uh, going forward, uh, which I, I, I totally get. And, uh, you know, not to get ahead of myself, but, yeah, I, I, I love the way that things are playing out right now. Hoping, 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 whatever the, the thing that we saw for the previews next week about, you know, this could change the game uh, uh, isn't something big, but, you know, just Jeff uh, over-exaggerating. But I like it. I like it. Yeah. Uh, I, I really have nothing to complain about after this episode. I think everything that they used with the idols was – was great. I thought the players that are playing well uh, were noticeably playing well. Uh, other players who don't compete in challenges uh, who may or may not be voted off at the end of this episode. I'm very glad that that they're uh, they're gone. Uh, and I think, like you said, I think this season is it's good. Uh, I really think it's maybe the best of post COVID. It's like shaping up. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we don't want to jinx it or anything. No, yeah, no, I, I definitely. I don't agree. even know if this is real wood. I hope. I hope it is. But yeah, I definitely agree. It's been uh, very fun so far. Yeah, the Robin Amber, the specter of Robin Amber from way back when hangs over any Survivor couple, as always. But, you know, they were able to get through this episode, which, you know, we talked about it, I, I think, last week, certainly on one of our episodes where it's like the difficult thing with a, a pair that's like 100% together is you need all four other people in a tribe of six to agree to go after them. And if like even one person doesn't, then that puts everyone else in the position of like, well, I guess I shouldn't either because I don't want to tie. I don't want to draw rocks on day five, you know? Um, so very interesting there. And I think uh, like, like you said, it's just, it's off to a hot start and I hope, that if there is a twist next week, it is more like a tribe swap. I don't know if that's possible these days, but that would be really great. I mean, 14 people, it's a great time to swap to two tribes of seven, I think. It showed someone reaching into a bag, so I'm really hoping they're, they're pulling it a buff or like a rock or something like that. Um, I do want to say it's like, I don't think it's intentional, but I think the notion... Um, of survivor being like subconsciously racist is not going away anytime soon though when uh you have the only two people of color two black people on the same team being the only ones whose names are brought up at the end um no that's a, I it's a fair point it's, a, <laughs> it's definitely like a fair point i don't think i don't think it's i don't think it's intentional uh i think that 
uh, you know, the, the two plays made sense, but it's just, it's a very, very unfortunate a coincidence that keeps yeah. happening over and over and over again. Yeah. And Brandon only got out of his uh, first travel council by playing an idol. So yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I'm, I don't think we're necessarily qualified to go into the, nope. you know, deep just some, just some discussions, but yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely something we've noticed here. Um, I even have like uh, some uh, right-leaning family members being like, "Hey, I don't know, something's going on here." <laughs> All right, when, so, when it gets to the right-leaning family point, members, that's I, uh, a problem. That's uh, it's glaring. It's, but I don't mean I don't know. You can't like fix it. You can't. You know, it's even more racist to say. You know, you can't vote out a person of color in the first two rounds. Yeah. Uh, yeah so it's right. just like uh, I don't know. It's unfortunate, but it's just like I said, something that keeps happening. Like you said, we're not qualified people to talk about it, but it was something to know. Yeah, no, I definitely thought Franny was going to be the one to get targeted here first. But they were just Same. like, no, Claire. And I was like, oh, okay. I guess, I guess Claire. Um, do you, oh, I guess we'll get, we'll get to it more. But uh, let's talk about fake idols, Dylan. Um, I loved how the show presented Matt's fake idol thing. You know, we, we got the setup with um, eating worms, real gross. I don't think I'd do it personally. I don't know about you, Dylan. Would you would you eat worms out there? Well, it kind of goes back to also like, you know, don't climb a, a cliff right before Survivor. But like, I guess like when you are in these situations, you do want to kind of live to the fullest. So on like the opposite end of that, it's like, I guess you're never going to be in a, you know, you're not going to be in your backyard at a family barbecue saying, you know, I want to go eat some worms just to try it out. I guess Survivor is one of the few. And being, you know, shipwrecked uh, is one of the few things where you would try that. That, and I, I mean, I assume they're very hungry. You know, like I said, production doesn't really show us anymore how hungry they are. And like <laughs> the interesting point you brought up last week is, I, I don't think that um, it's as challenging as it's made out to be. But you know, uh, yeah, if I'm hungry, I'm, I'm eating some worms, getting the protein. But didn't we just see Brandon bring fish to the tribe? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, they were small for sure. I'll granted that, but like. I don't know. I think I'm taking the fish and being like, I'm all right with the worm for now. But uh, maybe, yes. Maybe Jamie is like secretly a hobbit. Mm. It was time for seconds. Could be. Or... It, gave me, it gave me a little bit of, um, I don't want to say like Mike from Survivor 30. Uh, he obviously wins. But on the first day in that, he, uh, he eats a scorpion for no reason and poisons himself. No reason himself. at all. Yeah, yeah. No reason at all. Yeah, that was the first day too. So it's just like extra. Like, what are you doing? It's also yeah, winning it for some reason. It was probably because of that scorpion. Yeah, yeah. Jeff was probably back in his uh, his hut, just seeing that on camera mm-hmm. and just like, and just you know just having a big old chubby when we see yeah, no, a scorpion for absolutely no reason. Oh, Worms man. not the same thing, but I try it. I try it. I, there'd be literally no other scenario I would ever do it. Like. Like the whole, like the, the eating the like the the maggot worm at the bottom of like a tequila shot. Oh my god, I'm good with that in real life. But you know, anything on the island goes. So yeah, definitely. So um, we got the setup of Jamie being just hungry for worms, and it ends with Matt uh, basically leading her to where he's hidden a fake hidden immunity idol. We think it's real, but then they show us that actually. Matt had planted this immunity idol um, that he he took off of the tribe like torches. It looks very much like the original idol, so like perfect 
for this. And he just, I don't get necessarily why he wanted to target Jamie in particular. It seems like they have a good relationship. It seems like she's 100% on, you know, his side. Um, but I think he just wanted to to say that he stumped or tricked somebody with a fake idol. He did say he did say that he he wants to be able to fully test her, which I get. Like we brought up her first tribal, not not a good tribal for her. I, she somehow came out of that looking the worst, even other than the, the the person voted out. So I get that. I get I get trying to to figure out uh, who's loyal to you and what other way to do it than you know giving a lot them of, a fake. A lot of gall of Matt to to question people from that first tribal when he also played his shot in the dark. Yeah, his was a little bit more strategic, but you know. I guess that is that is a sexist point of view to have to, to blame her and not him. When in the end, both of them have literally no reason to do it. So I guess that's another another positive of tonight. You know, uh, I would not not to jump ahead, but we had someone rightfully use a shot in the dark, even though they didn't get it. You know, they used it in the right scenario, which is you know the second time it's been used in the correct scenario, maybe. maybe yeah, first. I don't trying know. to trying to think back. Um... The merge of forty one, or the not the fake merge, right? No, um, no for sure. Not, you know, somebody definitely has used it correctly before. Yeah. I think that was the first. Would you would you say so? Obviously, it's not metal. You can't guarantee your safety. But I think Claire playing it in this point is more correct than Jamie playing it, right? Even though she was safe, but she had no votes coming at her, right? No, no, no. I'm I'm saying uh, I'm that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that Jamie yeah. is maybe maybe the worst person to ever play it. Like I said, <laughs> she 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 had no reason to do it mm. and she blew she kind of blew up any sort of loyalty she would have had. Um uh especially to to um uh Kane. You know, like we said last week Kane came out of the word came out of that kind of in, in within the tribe looking the worst because he was the only one that actually cast a vote that mattered. Um, yeah, that's that's uh, that's Sir Kane, Dylan. Yes, uh, I know. Big yeah. us, us D and D boys got to stay together, so mm. I'll, yeah. I'll refer to him to whatever he wants to be called. Mm. Old, old yeah. Kane from Moose Jaw, Canada. Now in Sask yeah, and Saskatoon. Saskatoon, Saskatoon, I think. Yes, yeah, Saskatoon. Um. Yeah, we got a. What kind of law do you think Kane's studying up there in Moose Jaw, Canada? Oh, uh, uh, probably moose moose law? law. Yeah, just probably. like Charlie Kelly with Bird Law, he's studying Moose Law up there in Moose Jaw. <laughs> yeah, studying Moose Law in Moose Jaw. That you know, that seems like a Canadian profession if I've heard of one. Yes. Um, Wow, we're gonna get this would be a perfect time to plug the our Big Brother podcast when we decided not to cover it because they took the live feeds off. So, but yeah, um, letters from the, our Canadian viewers. Here. <laughs> we got the Canadian national anthem on the. We did, the yeah. That was Great. exciting. First time ever, um, I assume. I, I would say that's a safe assumption. Monumental. I know. I'm supposed to be the historian here, but I can't recall off the top of my head if anyone's ever sung the Canadian national also, anthem. Also, two of our past three winners have been Canadian. I didn't hear any mm -hmm. Canadian national anthem during any of their uh, playtime. Is Kane finally the ultimate Canadian player? Yeah, I think so. Maybe, I'll maybe have he'll to ask Erica and Marianne if we ever get them on for interviews if they ever sung the national anthem or Omar. I mean, I just imagine most Canadians, like before they go to bed, just like kind of like secretly, slowly singing to themselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 
definitely. You know, like how uh, everyone else comes cheap, they sing the Canadian national anthem and like you know take a shot of maple syrup. Um, Canada, yeah, Canada's a good place. I've been to Montreal for a bachelor party. Oh, yeah. Aggressive, Canada's aggressive awesome. strip clubs. Oh, I can't speak to that, but um, uh, uh, yeah, Kane. Um, I, I I like him. Um, I like him. I I, I hope he's a, a good player. Like I said, he wants to be that that hero. And as a as a DM in a D and D group, you know, going on like uh, five years, I, I mm-hmm. totally understand uh, this view he has of himself, as I have the same view of myself. Um, hopefully, he doesn't turn into the villain. But yeah, I love it. I love it. Like I said, it was great to see actually see some personalities this week and some strategic gameplay. Um, I agree. Basically. I was worried for Kane after that first episode that he was not long for this world, but we get we did get a lot of personality in this episode, so maybe maybe he will be on this season for for a while now. I mean, the tribe seems to be doing pretty well in challenges. And I mean, Tika, I mean, they won this week, but I was like, oof, ooh, I don't know. They're gonna be able to hang on. Sorry, the you must be hearing the crackling of my. Uh my pipes down here. I, I've, I've managed to go um, three episodes so far without having to hear it, but I guess this is uh, it's finally back. I can't wait. I can't wait to shut the heat off. Uh, we, we were just giving yeah Canada a lot of shit, but we just we just got dumped to, like three feet of snow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah this is so. this is what those Canadians do. There's, this is probably what is law school like. This is <laughs> pipes going off all the time. Mm, definitely. Well, yeah. So. We get the fake uh, idol here. Very yes, fake idol. Sorry, I forgot love, who we were. Love that. No, no, no. Love that for Matthew. Very fun. Very sneaky. Um, and then we get Danny also planting the fake idol, although he didn't have to make this one. This is a pre-made fake idol for him. So not as impressive. But, you know, I, I like to think Bob Crowley was out there watching this episode and smiling. Uh, and Ozzy as well for, for their fake idols. But uh, yeah, Matt, Matt, Matthew made a fake idol, and Matt got a fake idol. Yeah. What do you think of this? Loved it. Uh, I love this more than more than uh, Matthews. I, like I said, big Tony vibes, sneaking around, doing unnecessary like somersaults um, when he was going about. I loved it. I like Danny a lot. Danny's Danny's my MVP so far. I really like the game he's playing. Uh, I, I think that he's uh, he's been smart with what he's doing. Uh, he, he's kind of like I'm not saying he's like the ultimate survivor player, but he's given it all it is all in the challenges too. Um, uh, a big fan. He's he's definitely, I hope and slash I would assume he's one of the favorites. Got to be on that tribe to come out and and emerge. And so once he gets there, I mean, who knows? But he's like the ultimate. You know, he's like the ultimate survivor, uh, public service worker. He's both a New York City firefighter. So we got Tony, who's a New York City cop. And then we had um, we had Mike two seasons ago. Was he also in New York? He was Hoboken, Hoboken yeah. firefighter. So we got those those two crosses. Both of those people um, were first and second, respectively. So uh, yeah, I, I think Danny's someone to look out for. I like him mm-hmm. a lot. Like I said, old schoolish type vibes with this whole play with the the fake idol. I think it kind of takes a little wind out of his sails if when somebody else was doing it on the same exact episode. Which is kind of like you know a little fishy, um, but uh, I liked how Danny did it more—the sneaking around and then like purposely creating the chaos back at camp, saying, "Hey, I know you," in front of somebody else, saying, "Hey, I know you. I know you put something in your pocket," um, to immediately put 
Matt on his toes, which I liked a lot. Uh, overall, like an like an A plus uh, type of event, something that I I want I want to see more of. I'm really glad that you know Danny wasn't running around telling everybody he had an idol. Um, I'm glad that Matt seemingly wasn't going to be that person either. Uh, so it's 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 good to see. It's like I said, it, it, you get the old school Survivor feel, uh, which is very rare. Yeah, we're going to get to the merge, and no one's going to know Danny has vinyl, which is going to be very different from the last few seasons. Danny and and Carolyn are my my two go-to players right now. Two people, nobody has any idea they have idols, and I'm not sure anybody ever will. Yeah, it should be exciting. Um, So this challenge, I enjoyed it. A little bit of a new twist uh, on an old classic. You know, those Mm -hmm. four boxes, very uh, well-used. I imagine Matt built this at home because the uh, Ratu tribe whipped through it once he got to the puzzle. Um, so very good, good on them for this. This is definitely like a challenge that if you are gonna go on Survivor, like at worst or like at most, is learn how to fold some like origami boxes and make like your own version of this because. This does come up, and I feel like if you haven't done it, you're just gonna be like stumped. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, further frustrations with Claire, really starting here too. I don't, um, I I understand wanting to sit out one, you know, three in a row. I mean, you're you're there, you're there to play Survivor, you're taking up the spot of somebody else. I don't understand seemingly no will at all to play. Um, it, it sucks, uh, and it sucks too viewing her as a player. I liked her at first. Um, after the first like episode and a half, I, I liked her as a player. Um, from like the very few things we saw from her, we, you know, three in a row, that kind of just like it's silly. Uh, and that's why I do think there should be a rule. You know, I thought there was a rule you can't sit out back to back. Challenges yeah. um, stinks, but it, it as someone watching from home, it, it kind of furthered my frustrations with her and wanting her to go home because I just don't get it. And then afterwards, saying that. Seemingly nobody believed in her. It really seemed like she had absolutely no will to even try it. And it's frustrating to see her then sitting on the sidelines, like hugging, hugging um, uh, uh, Heidi. Like, mm. oh no, we're screwed. Like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe you should have you know, jumped in to help her team. It's frustrating. Yeah. But to, to the actual challenge itself, it looks very fun. Um, uh, another thing, uh, Carolyn, I thought, is starting to really come together as a player. She did great jumping up on those those cubes but like you said the puzzle the puzzle is challenging uh when you when you view it for the first time and uh kudos uh kudos to the teams that that did it and also like i'm glad the other players were calling out to, like dude go over there and look at it because you're going to look at it and it's going to give away what you need to do um yeah good challenge good that's the overall something yeah mad definitely. clear set up a good good challenge yeah and i know it's hard like for Claire there to, you know, I guess she, in hindsight, 2020, 20, but she should have just like insisted at some point, if not in this one last week, mm-hmm. like you do have to get out there. Like mm-hmm. these, like uh, I think Danny alluded to uh, when he was talking to Josh, like these challenges do bond you to the mm-hmm. people you're running them with, you know? Yeah. It's like any sport, the more you play, like, team sports with people the closer you're going to feel to them so yeah i you know it's tough to here but do you think this is like the main reason claire got the boot 
Uh, it's definitely it's it definitely was a reason for it to make sense to boot her. I don't know if it was the main reason, but it's definitely a reason to say, hey, this person's not, you know, this person's not helping out at these challenges. I, I think even Franny like subconsciously said it, even if she was maybe just putting on a front at first of like, you know, we're the ones that are going in there getting dirty, and this is their first time going to tribal. Um, you know, it is a game, but I don't view that as fair. It's like, like I said, I personally, even though I don't know how good I would be in all these challenges, I for sure, uh, I don't ever really want to sit out one unless I think I would be an absolute detriment to my team. But also, like, you know, I'm here to play Survivor. Like, uh, I, I guess I, I don't know what it, what the, even like Sandra hops in, you know, to do challenges every now and again. And she doesn't like, you know, I don't, I don't know. Maybe you said uh, Claire seems like a, a physically fit person. Maybe she has, you know, some something going on where she's not. I don't, I don't know. Uh, I just don't get it. Like you said, I, I, and so I would view it as, you know, this person doesn't want to do these challenges. I'd personally view it like they, she, she wants to keep riding the success. But then now the one time we lose, but like, why should the people that have been diving in these challenges doing well? Why should we be the ones that have to get voted out? You know, there's obviously different reasons for social aspects and numbers and all that, but. That, that is a, a good reason to want to vote her out. So I totally get that. Yeah, I agree. It, it's just tough there. Um, but yeah, I also agree. Like, if I was on Survivor, I think I, I just, I'm competitive, period. Mm. Like, I, I want to be out there. Mm. You, like, we talked about it last week. I don't want to be on the puzzle necessarily, but mm. I'll dig. I'll try to like lift people over stuff, you know. Um, yeah, I think the real, like, and probably the reason why she played her shot in the dark tonight was, like, that conversation with Heidi, where, like, Heidi just immediately is, like, not looking at her, like, putting her hands on her face. Like, yeah, no, this is not going Claire's way. And yeah. Whatever. I'm, I'm glad she got voted out. Uh, I do think that she pieced together that, like, oh, the game I'm playing right now is terrible. You know, I'm not doing these challenges. I clearly have not built these relationships back at camp. Um, you know, it's funny that Franny immediately wanted, wanted to help her where she was the one constantly raising concerns about Franny and Matt. Uh, it's just, I, I think that's, that's when reality hit her that, Oh, you know, whatever game I was playing in my head that I thought was working is not the game that I actually was playing to everybody else. You know, the whole, the whole spiel of, I just wanted to do what was good for the team. Uh, Unfortunately, yeah, th that works until the team is no longer doing good, and then they, you know, why would they? Why would they need uh, Claire moving forward? They didn't need her in the past. She didn't like. She didn't compete here, and they still lost. Like, what good? What good would she help? You know, she clearly didn't build the relationships. Uh, and then it is what it is. Like, uh, it's. Uh, I definitely feel worse for a player like Heidi. You know, or not Heidi. I'm sorry. Um, uh, uh, Helen, who got voted out last week. Mm, yeah right yes yep I'll give her yes yep. um i feel worse for her you know somebody that uh want, wanted to play the game was trying to compete in challenges that's just a big thing i just don't i don't get not wanting to compete in the challenges you know one week is one thing three weeks in a row is crazy because like how many days have they, have they been there at this point uh, uh probably six maybe seven yeah, so like almost a full week of, of mm. really just sitting around camp, and like it doesn't seem like they do that much at camp. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, right. They don't even. I don't even think they have the. Oh no, they they have a fishing equipment. Regardless, um, you know, I, I think at that point it's just easier. You know, don't make it complicated. Let's just eliminate the person that literally is not helping anything out at this point. 
seemingly no one's a big fan of her. So, and it, it's from a viewer's perspective too. You you do want to see people that are both there playing hard and clearly want to be there. And I don't doubt that she wanted to be there, but I don't think she's playing very hard. Yeah, no, it's it's a good point, and I mean it's especially like, and we're falling into it a little bit again. Uh, just like last season, these three tribes are just it, so tough for women to like navigate. Yeah. Um, granted, uh, Maddie Maddie had the votes to stay, mm. um, but Brandon idled her out. But yeah, we we are three for three in votes for women being gone, and Bruce being the other because he got a concussion. That's true. Uh, that's another conversation I can't really have. Um, yeah, I do. I do. Yeah, <laughs> that's a conversation we don't need to have. There's, the, well, there's I, I both... think we we've we've had it. We we've exactly gone, like, front to back. The, 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 there's there's both something there. And this format's just real bad for women yeah. at the beginning. Yeah, it's there's yeah there's just there's both there's both something there to talk about and there's just you know in the end there's nothing there to talk about. So yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. So another reason why I'm hoping that we get a tribe swap next week to to make it a little easier and make it a little bit more about relationships. And then I also like I was reading Reddit, Twitter. Someone brought up a very good point about um, you know you you get to the merch in these three tribe formats and like say you get voted off, you know, um, like second or third at the merge, whatever the first jury member is. Mm-hmm. There's like a good chance that you're gonna make a decision to vote for someone who you just do not have any like rapport with. You don't know them, like you just you didn't play the game with them really. Especially yeah, within the first like within the first two immunity challenges for sure. Uh, yeah, that's why it's just like once again not to keep dialing back, um, but uh, Pearl Islands, you know, it's so much time together. Before their before their first immunity challenge, they had so much time. Um, yeah, and you, even then, you're you're just building, you're building camaraderie, and you're building, and you're realizing the people that you don't want to play with within that time. There are like mm. that's the other like you said that's the unfortunate part about this format, uh, which is seemingly de- detrimental to women too. Is that it, they're immediately just going to go to you know who's the weakest person? It's going to be you know the smallest woman. Uh, on this tribe and oh, it's going to be the woman that we think will cause the most ruckus too. So let's just get rid of, you know, it's two and one. It really is. That's like that. that, Unfortunately, that would also be my thought thought process going in. You know, we've been here for like a day uh, or two uh, and I don't know these people uh, and, you know, let's just keep the tribe strong. Uh, Yeah. It sucks. It sucks. I, 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 here's the complaining part <laughs> we finally got there i just i do wish i wish that there was more time um yeah i wish there was more time for them to to be able to get to know each other and i don't yeah. think that that's that and, has anything to do with the game itself of, of, of being like a harder version of survivor i think it's just uh it's it's just like a uh uh spark notes version of survivor where these people and these yeah. people aren't getting to know these characters yeah, I mean, you know, uh, we uh, we've made no bones about it. We don't like the shorter season, um, but like a big reason is, like you said, each round back in the day, back in Pearl Islands, when there were sixteen people on the cast, it was three days. So, like, 
you know, you're the third boot or like you're going to tribal council on day nine. You've had nine days to like work angles, get to know everybody um, to not be the third boot. Whereas like day nine, you're almost at the merge of these seasons. Like it's, it's very different and it doesn't come across that different on television because of, you know, the editing pacing, but like it has to it, like, I guess we'll never know exactly until we have a returning player who played in the uh, old school and new school era, how different it is. But I, I can't imagine that it, it's even like the same game on, on a base level. And I think it goes back to a, a concern that I've brought up in previous seasons too, of seemingly no one ever staying loyal to each other. And that's like, that's probably like the root of it all is, you know, here we are, you know, we're 13 days in, you know, we've merged, you know, yeah, you were in my tribe, you know, that's like really the only connection we have at this point. It really is. And it goes back to just survive getting to the merge at this point. Cause that's when seemingly when the true, true game starts uh, because there's, it's just, there's no time to make any connections on these tribes. And also not only that, you just, you, you know, there's tribes of, of six, and then right off the bat, they're going to be down to a tribe of five for one of them. Um, yeah, it just it creates less interesting television. I don't want to just keep repeating myself. Yeah, yeah, right we, now, we've, yeah, we've we've gone through it. Um, but I think as we as we go through it, you know, every other episode, you know, we're pointing out all these little pieces, hmm. and like they're all fitting together in this puzzle of what is completely different from now versus versus then. Um, so it, it is definitely relevant to talk about. Uh, but it's and it's interesting to other things come together when you bring up other things and it all like makes sense. Mm. At least they've uh, managed to keep the advantages on like a little bit of a decline. Like we 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 came out hot on Survivor Forty One with like yep. tons of advantages. We've only had Shipwheel Island one out of three episodes so far. It- it only it, as we the further we get along in these newer seasons too, it really makes me realize how much I hate Forty One uh, as a season. It's for me of all the seasons I've watched, it's got to be it's got to be bottom like three for sure. Uh, I'd say I, I, the more we move along, I just realize just how much of like a of like a satirical like clown show version that season was. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it sucks. It's su- it's cast, but. It sucks yeah. for the winner too, um, for for how bad of how bad of a, a, a cut Erica got mm-hmm. too, because I, I think that unfortunately she's also probably like one of the more forgettable winners uh, in Survivor at this point. Uh, sure, just yeah. based on based on the, between that season and and the the shitty edit she got, um, it, which kind of sucks because I, I do I all in all I thought Erica was a good player, but. Man, yeah, I, I hate that season. Like the, the more we move go on, I just realize how much I hate that mm. season. Yeah, the one upside is maybe returning player season. She gets on it, and she's not like uh, estimated very highly, and she can mm. kind of you know work her magic and get through. But uh, we'll we'll certainly see there, Dylan. If you had to guess next week, what's this twist going to be? I think I I didn't even think about it. Until you said it, I do think it's gonna be a tribe. I think if we're gonna get a swap, oh, dude, I'd be so fucking happy if it was a tribe I, swap. I would too. Um, with them picking in there, with the, it's gotta be, it's either gonna be rocks or something. Um, I do wonder if they're gonna do that challenge. 
they've been doing where they split up in the two, the one that they did with the, with the hourglass and like the reverse, the time thing. I do wonder if they're going to do that challenge where they'll just start two completely new teams and then have them immediately compete. Uh, I hope you don't get anything stupid like the smash in the hourglass or anything like that. Um, uh, so I guess we'll see, but I, uh, now that you say that, that is absolutely my guess. Uh, and I, I, it would be the perfect time for it, you know, cause we have, Let's see. We have Soka down. left. Yes. Soka. Yeah. So Soka's down to five. Tika's down to four. Um, and Ratu is Two's down to five. Five. Yep. So yeah. uh, it would make the most sense. Two tribes of seven would be would be great. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would be really interesting too now with all these fake idols and idols in play uh, to see how that works out. So I'm like, I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping that's it. The second you said that in like a light went off of my brain. I'm like, Ooh, that, that's, that has to be it. Mm. I mean, I think it'd be a surprise to these players who didn't see any tribe swaps happen the last two seasons. I don't know how, no, they definitely didn't get to watch any 43. I do know that for sure. Cause they filmed back to back, but I don't, I don't think like we already had Sarah in this episode talking to Carson about like, Oh, we got three, you know, challenges left to the merge we're probably not going to win all three of them and it's like yeah that's not that's not good when like the players are like completely predicting the season and what's going to happen you know yeah i'm like i'm all aboard that that theory now uh and i i really hope that's it uh it'd be great be great because there's something about the two tribes it's just it's so much more interesting i i agree heavily so anything else about this episode that we didn't get to touch on that you wanted to no, no, like we said, overall good episode. Um, Danny MVP in my eyes. I'm still, I still love Carolyn, and I, I, I think that she's a much better player than than we all gave her credit for at first. Uh, we didn't really get a whole lot of airtime with her this week. Uh, I will say the 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 so the the, the players I am. I'll, I'll give three players I'm high on and three players I'm down on. So Danny for sure I'm high on. Like I said, Carolyn I'm still high on, um, and. Uh, Matthew, even though he annoys me with that shoulder nonsense, I'm still very high on Matthew. Uh, the the players from this league that I'm down on, though, Claire uh, is definitely one. Uh, I guess I actually don't know if there is three that I'm down on. Uh, Carson, though, uh, I don't like Carson. And I think that uh, hearing him talk about uh, that vote um, further makes me not like him. I don't know if it's just because just a 20-year-old, you know, I'm now uh, entering my 30s. I'm just starting to hate the youth and the, the uh, I don't know. I don't like Carson. I'm sure he's a great guy in real life, but the player version of Carson, uh, I don't like. So Carson and yeah. Claire, uh, I'm down on this week, and Claire's obviously gone, so we'll see what happens with Carson. When I was Carson's age, I was, like, pretty aggressively trying to get on Survivor Big Brother. You know, I'd, I'd do auditions for each season, and I thank God every day I didn't get on when I was that age and have have me at that age immortalized on network television. Yeah. No, it really is true. That, like, uh, uh, it's, it's wasted on the youth. It really is. Um, but, you know, good for him. I mean, he's, he's like – the third best player on that tribe, maybe. I don't know. It is another thing to point out too is it, it is interesting. Um, I have so I have Sarah and Caroline in my in my like survivor pool. Uh, and I am hoping that this is a wake up call for Sarah, so we can see uh, what kind of player she is, whether she's going to sink or swim, because uh, now is the time. But she was also she's also a player 
that'd probably be gravely saved by a uh, by a merge, by a tribe swap. Yeah, definitely. And you know, I do feel bad for Survivor fans who didn't get to watch me have an inevitable hor- horrific downfall on on my favorite television show. So, never good say for never. Me, bad for yeah. One day, one day we'll have the epic downfall. I like. Uh, I'm eventually gonna build up the courage and send in like a, a submission tape. But like, I told oh, myself, I, I, yeah. I gotta lose like 30 pounds to do that because I, I, I don't want to get accepted and then enter panic mode. All yeah, of a sudden, right? of like, I can't go and look like a tub of shit. So. Just a broth for yeah, like. like I, I, do, I do not look as good as shirt off as like uh, Jam Jam does. I definitely uh, look terrible. So. Uh, I feel like it's confidence too. I feel like Jam Jam pulls off, you know, the bigger guy uh pretty well well like know? my uncle my uncle always says my uncle's a big man um uh it runs in, in our genes like he says if you can't uh if you can't tone it tan it so i guess that's what uh that's what works down there on the island so love uh, that that'd be also great content for the for the pod too man mm. that'd be, that'd be it would certainly help the numbers yeah I, I i probably have to be the most problematic character other just to keep get our numbers back up <laughs> and then refuse to go on jeff's podcast Mm, yeah i don't know if he's having guests yet but yeah maybe one day he will um it's gonna be boston rob for eight weeks in a row probably Mm -hmm. um i i think our podcast is better than jeff's mostly because i listen to jeff's and i'm just like i fucking hate how you uh run survivor jeff i hate it it's so weird too and i'm sure i'm sure you guys feel the same like it's uh, Jeff is like so iconic, and we, we lay out all these frustrations with what he's done to the show, too. But it's also like you meet him in person, you'd immediately probably be like mean, like a, a demigod, it'd be it'd be like surreal. How he's he can't yeah. be, he's not very tall, though. Is he? He's gonna be maybe like five, so he's got yeah, big Tom Cruise know. energy without the Scientology <laughs> aspect. Yeah, hopefully, no Scientology from Jeff, that would be something, but uh, yeah, it's just like Jeff is such a good host mm-hmm. and just such a bad executive producer mm-hmm. it's stunning um that who knows be... maybe maybe they're we'll figure it out i don't know, yeah. I don't know. At least like the casting figuring... is really good on the show still they're slowly figuring things out here and there um after you know two or three years of people screaming at them i'm sure there was many people screaming at him way before that but when it comes to like current survivor they're slowly figuring things out although i've heard things he said on his podcast that uh that are troubling in in terms of relating to the game too um like uh he's like what did you send me the other day <laughs> uh, uh, he thought sir, the Siri vote in game changers yeah. is like the greatest vote ever and, and, like, and i've i've said on this show that i think it's the, the single worst moment like in terms of votes and i saw a really great argument too brought up on twitter the other day by by uh fishback it was probably my favorite follow in terms of like survivor related stuff. Um, when they brought up of what to do with, um, with, uh, uh, auctioning. Cause auctioning was so much fun. I'd love to see an auction back. It's literally like, literally just don't put any rewards in there. Leave it up to like a, like a, an auction uh, of food and all that, or yeah, literally throw, throw a loop and put in a disadvantage in there. <laughs> Um, or literally say like there's gonna be two disadvantages and one advantage, and I think that that would be much more interesting. And like obviously put the food in there too. Uh, it doesn't take rocket scientists. That was something that Jeff said on his podcast of like they're struggling to figure out what to do with the with the, the auction 
and like they can't figure it out. And literally within like two minutes of that post going up, like so many different people gave so many good ideas. Yeah. That's like either literally just make it a straight auction for food and for rewards and be able to call home and things like that, or um, or make it put it in a several disadvantages and one advantage. It's so easy. It's so easy. I don't know why it has to be so hard. Um, yeah, I mean the the fun of the auction is not like, oh, somebody got an advantage in the next immunity challenge. It's it's people being like, oh my god, chocolate cake! I, I I'm gonna eat this entire cake right now. Yeah, it's been like two thousand dollars on on a burger. Exactly. Size. Yeah. Um, but it also I think it all goes back to to what you said though. I think maybe this game isn't as hard as them as they as uh, as they present. You know, and they get to they get to this, and I'm sure some people will foam at the mouth for, you know, a, a quesadilla and, and some chocolate cake, but I don't think it's going to be like what it was before. I don't know. I don't know. I would love to see it. I like if they would just do like a throwback style season, similar to like the how people are demanding Fortnite goes back to like their throwback map. It's like I I I, I wish Survivor would do that, but you know, in the yeah. end, you just got to accept where we are, and we're on we're on a seemingly good track this season so mm-hmm. whatever uh, yeah obviously like survivor you know that like we're not gonna stop watch i mean fucking i bought the three buffs again like i'm not i'm not stopping here i'm, I'm talking every week about it but uh mm-hmm. i will complain damn it <laughs> as is your american right too mm-hmm. it is i don't know if to get that in canada kane but here in america we're allowed to to complain about survivor yeah. um all right dylan where can they find you online? Is there anything you want to plug? Anything like that? No. Well, it's probably online at DJ Clever Lang on Twitter. Um, not doing a whole lot right now. Family life and, and all that uh, getting in the way. Those damn kids. Um, but like I said, if we want to do more. I wanted to contribute more to, you know, the, the greater channel. And, um, you know, we, we want to get back to doing a, a Wicked Good show and, talking about all that stuff too. Um, so we eventually will, but as of now, yeah, just follow me on Twitter and then follow all the shows that Brian's about to plug. And uh, that's the best way to support us. And we'll eventually, we're eventually going to find that, that one niche thing that really, really clicks to the broader audience. And then we're just, you know, we're, we're the next Mr. Beast uh, out of nowhere. Mm. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, well, I don't know. Mr. Beast getting in controversy for doing charity stuff. So, I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah. getting controversial for him, like helping people. I'm not gonna do this. Same yeah, yeah, yeah. Show. Controversial for him helping people, and people are just fucking all so, so just miserable. They gotta find something that's wrong with it. I want, I want everyone to rest assured. We will be keeping every dollar we make uh, here. Yeah. Um, also, DJ Cleverlang is a is a is a pro Mr. Beast Twitter. So you got a problem, <laughs> Mr. Beast? Don't follow me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just follow Dylan there. Um, you can, like Dylan said, check out our other shows. We just finished the season recap of The Last of Us. Um, I think we're going to do one more episode where we kind of full spoiler discussion. So, again, Dylan, if you if you want to hop on that, um, I know you've played both games. You like both games, so um, it's it was it's been hard to cover nine episodes and not like. I'm sure we slipped up at some point, but we've been careful to not spoil anything beyond the episodes. Um, but then we'll be free to do that. So if you like The Last of Us, which I loved it, I thought it was a great adaptation, uh, check out that podcast. Um, and then we also have a Wicked Good Sports channel where we cover all kinds of sports. We're going to, I think, add a betting show. 
um, because uh, Massachusetts just legalized gambling. So um, if you want to potentially ruin your life, uh, check us out there. Uh, if you don't want gambling, we just have regular sports talk too. I'll definitely contribute to that. I'm like, yeah, uh, I, I'm yet to wager any real money, but I've mm. like um, all those bonus bets and stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm like, if that was real money, I've lost like like six hundred dollars in the past. Week. Yeah, it's like the one like I don't want to get too deep into it. Like I like it. I like gambling. I find it fun. But I'm very good at like not going crazy with it. Um, I have decent self control. I lack self control with food. I make up for it in not gambling um, a lot. Um, but with Eli's sports gambling, I think it's it's a little bit of a gray area. Like I feel like this is not good for everybody. But you know, if you feel like you can handle yourself with gambling, please check out Wicked Good Sports, and uh, then we have the main channel. Wicked good everything, and uh, other than that, yeah. don't. No, wicked good sports is for people who have their shit together. All right, so they don't come, don't come and knock unless you got your shit together. Well, you can listen to the other shows that aren't about gambling, but yes. uh, I just don't want to like ever get an email or be like, I followed your bets and I lost all my money. So like, uh, I want to be very clear. I'm a fucking idiot. Don't listen to me. But if you do want to listen to me, listen to this podcast. You'd just be like every single other gambling podcast source out there. So it's okay. Yeah. Right. This is not financial advice. This is, uh, but uh, yeah. Um, Dylan, this has been a great episode. I've had a lot of fun. Yeah, I hope you did too. We can figure things out with Ben. Um, mm. I want to get it figured out. He's, as of now, not responding to our texts, but mm. we'll. Who knows? It's a long week, St. Patrick's Day. You know that's ben, true. Ben uh, either hates or loves the Irish. It's one of the two things. So we'll we'll see how this week. Maybe, goes. maybe that's why because we're both Irish. So this is like yeah, this is little, the peak time for our culture, Dylan. Yeah, a little um, little uh, hatred to the uh, to the mix going on. So that's that's <laughs> great. That's nice. Um, it's just it's just like nineteen oh five again. Um, yeah, we'll get it figured out with Ben. Um, but mm. I think we've done a good job. Holding it down for two weeks here, just us two, us two uh, Nimrod. So good yeah. for us. Yes. Yeah, so everyone enjoy uh, St. Patrick's Day. I don't really know, like other than getting drunk, that's about that's about it. Um, you can watch Gangs of New York. That's kind of an Irish, uh, you know, uh, the the biggest Irish story I can think of on the top of my head. That isn't like The Departed. I watch like a. I watch like a Notre Dame University. Oh uh, yeah, like, watch Rudy. I watched yeah. like a, a recruitment video that they used mm. uh, to get recruits in like the early two thousands. Mm. Really gets me fucking jacked up, but it gives like a whole history of the school. Um, even though like people forget Notre Dame is a is a French name, but I'm I'm a, I'm a Notre Dame fan, so it's fine. I can say yeah, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I have no family members that have gone there. I just like the fucking school. Sue me. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah St. Patrick's Day. Go, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Guinness, and I have 11 pounds of corned beef that I'm cooking. Hell yeah! Um, so yeah, very excited for it. You know, Ben may may hate our people, but uh, I'm enjoying this holiday for us, and hopefully, you know, whatever, get Ben back. Right? If not, you know, we'll be on here with uh, corned beef sandwiches next week. Yeah. For the record, I don't know if Ben's Irish. He might also be Irish. Um, Maybe. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you in the next one.